know how I know there's no God? It's time for the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, Michael. But now, even thinking about sex close with close relatives turns me on. Eric. Look out for brown people, they're coming. And Box. I mean, 13-year-olds are fucking their family members right now, so that's pretty cool. There are three guys who are fighting the good fight. If your definition of a good fight is sitting on your ass while drinking and cussing into a microphone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric. I am Michael. And I'm Boggs. And Boggs. Hi, guys. <laughs> My balls haven't dropped yet. Welcome to the third year. Year three. Of <clears throat> this podcast. It's like the longest running season ever. Like, we never take the breaks, man. Like, I was looking, like, I think the first year we only took, like, four, five weeks off, and I think it's the same last year. We're fucking hardcore, man. We're consistent. That's actually really strong, considering there's like how many holidays that we don't want to do this shit. How many fucking, how many weeks do we? How many weeks do you come in? And you're like, fuck you guys. I hate you. This is bullshit. I don't even want to do this bullshit. There's a lot of that hateful fucking stares at each other as we're sitting around getting set up. But then, man, it's fucking lights, camera, action, and and then we're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> My balls still haven't dropped. <laughs> yeah, we hold hands during the show. I hold something, but it's not uh, Bog's hand. It's his cock. It's for camaraderie. Hey, no. Camaraderie. If you see the table, I'm in a really bad spot for that too, because it's just like, it's just there. God damn it! I'm turning into box. What are you turning into me for? I just made a terrible pun. Yeah. Did you not? First hear off, his? my puns aren't terrible. They're I fucking genius. I said it was genius. for camaraderie. That's pretty good. I like that one. See? God damn it, I'm turning into box. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you, you know it's bullshit when he's like, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Excellent. It's like, I'm going to use that. Let me write that down in my notes of great puns. If you... Uh, I don't have that, by the way. <laughs> if you have any puns you want to share with Boggs, be sure to email us, uh, intelsaviors at gmail.com, and uh, just put Boggs in attention. That's also for nude pics if you're a man. As well, attention box. Oh. I don't even know how you say that anymore. We haven't gotten a single one. We're not going to yeah, ever. I'm a little disappointed it's at been the two fact years. <laughs> that Boggs is so loved by so many of the ladies out there, and yet they never send photos and stuff. You think they would shoot him a few? Because the... they know that he doesn't read the email. I don't. Yeah, I don't read the emails. <clears throat> they have me on Facebook at the least. They can go and they can. find me on Facebook. Yeah, but then that's too public. Yeah, you can't do it on Facebook. But you guys can follow us on the Facebook. Actually, I don't even think you can show nudity on Facebook, can you? It's uh, not like they're going to post it to my page. It's in a message. I know, like, yeah, if you put Twitter, in the message. Twitter doesn't give a shit. Yeah. If you did it in the message, you could do it. You know how no, I know Tumblr that? Tumblr doesn't give a shit. Because I've had a girl do that to me before. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had that too, actually. Um, but, yeah. You, Facebook. It, you don't put it on, like, their page. That's that's where it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Come but on, you can do it I know, I know, but I'm saying, like. Yeah. God damn it. God damn it, Whatever. Eric! And follow us on Twitter at the Intel Saviors. Uh, by the way, I did uh, <laughs> I did two things for you guys today because I picked out this. This is a really great story we're gonna read. <laughs> this, uh, I love the beginning. This. The beginning of this is pretty awkward. So we didn't do this it's on the anniversary day. We we did no, the show did before. Not. Now we're gonna get back into Boggs is gonna tell us a story through song. Are you gonna do that now? 
No, no. I'm, oh. just, I'm trying to find a groove that I'm going to like, though. As I say, man, save that magic for a little bit because this show is going to take a downturn real fast, I'm, I'm assuming. So oh, we'll, this is we'll an uplifting, that. upbeat story, too. So. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I want to point out because I only said at the very end of the last show where everybody tunes out, you know, about 15 minutes in, so I get this out. Um, like I said, we had had some people request uh, maybe shirts or something from us, but that's too much work. But luckily, there's a site called redbubble.com. If you go to redbubble.com, go to their search, just type in intellectual saviors, and like our little logo will pop up, and you can make shirts with it. And eventually, we're going to put up some fun time designs with like bogs and stuff on it for you girls out there. Put a big fucking just bogs face, like giving the thumbs up, big cheesy smile or something. That sounds cool. uh, pretty shitty, actually. Oh, it'll, uh, it'll be You know, awful. honestly, I was going to talk to you guys about that. Maybe we should do a Kickstarter for that. Kickstarter for what? Yeah, like if if our fans really want us to do that, we'll just Kickstarter our shirts. That'll just be embarrassing when only when only like two people two want do- two shirts. donations. <laughs> We're gonna get two <laughs> donations unless we make we can we can make them like outlandish as fuck. That's the only cool thing about that. We can do them on the other thing, man. We can put anything we want, and we'll come up with some stuff. We could just make like a big satire thing out of Sarah Palin and just talk about how we want to nail her. Oh no. It's going to be very bog-centric, I can already tell. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't want to nail Palin. No, I'm just talking about for designs. I mean, as far as... I, You're I the would, star of the show, I would show, do it dude. if I... I mean, if it presented itself, then I wouldn't say no. Nailing Palin. I've seen that, too. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. I am kind of a piece of shit. That's I don't awesome. know why you people like me. I'm, I'm awful. I... I'm going to have to go home and look that up. <laughs> God, damn <it>. <laughs> God damn it. Damn you, Boggs. So, what the hell do we want to do? Do we want to do something fun? Or, like, Eric always says this is a very depressing show, and I think we're very upbeat with our depressing stories. I think we put a good Yeah, at least we, you know, always try and make ourselves laugh at least with the disgusting stuff that we talk about. <laughs> the, the demise of society. <clears throat> I guess. <laughs> you guys want to hear... Um, the top 10 shallowest breakup reasons ever? Oh, this isn't and by like, top 10, it's like top 20, actually. So this isn't like a list that we can participate. No, this is a list that we basically all get to decide whether or not they have a point. This is this is very upsetting. I just point this out to the listeners. So we're getting ready, and Boggs is and getting his little list again. He's like, I got a top 10 list. I'm, me and Eric are very excited because Boggs usually doesn't bring anything to the fucking table. No offense, Boggs. You're great. But he doesn't usually have any prepared Thanks. stuff. I'll put it that way. You don't have prepared materials. And he's a tell 10 list. I'm like, holy shit, dude. This is going to be awesome. I get to play this time, and then this is what you're fucking bringing. Although I do want to hear this, actually. It so is pretty funny, so right? Let's, let's, All right, let's so let me put my guitar down. These may come right, in so handy. Basically, what you guys need to do is just, just see if they have a point with the, re- the reason they broke up with this person. Are you okay. ready? Eric, you ready? Sure. Some of these are really upsetting, and I would be like, wow. All right, so the first one. She pronounced it. Cold slaw. I mean, I could probably deal with that. Would you break up with somebody who, who pronounced it cold slaw? No, I just would never take her. I'd like, like to have Long some John cold slaw, please. Something. Eric, what about you? You're pretty shallow. <laughs> no, I'm shallow when it comes to looks, not with intelligence. <laughs> I was going to say, if she <laughs> ate a lot of coleslaw, he would get rid of her. <laughs> just like mustard, or not mustard, mayonnaise all over your face. She's like, hey, oh, that's come kiss hot. me. All right, so I, I would... I would probably break up with that person too. Wow. She put, I know. Oh, Jesus I, Christ. I can't handle like, that's, I just so, can't handle Yeah, it. you can educate though and you can be like, honey. No. It's coleslaw. It's like no. Every time she it. says it's it, really just fucking slap her. She put the spoon in the sugar jar after stirring her coffee, leaving clumps of coffee sugar. 
Don't give a shit. Don't drink coffee. Yeah. Annoying, but I don't give a fuck either. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't have broken up with her? <sighs> that, I don't Damn. really put sugar in a lot of I things. I would have broken so. up with her too. Shit. Sugar's the worst thing. Her apartment was an eight-floor walk-up. That's exercise, dude. That means she might be, like, physically fit. Yeah, that's true. So... Wow, I would have broken up. That, with that's you. probably a good. I mean, it All sucks right. for you, but I think you guys are gonna. No, I, I think you guys I are gonna agree with this one, especially that. Eric. Eric is weighing on this one. She had a mole on her eyelid. Every time I kissed her, I saw it when I was leaning in. I started having dreams that the mole was talking to me. Oh man, that might weird me out a little bit. Moles are a little. That's a little. The where it is and how big it is. That I was about to say. It depends on the size, and also, I mean, if she wears, you know, mascara and stuff, or eyeliner. I probably would have broken up with the two. She would constantly say the names of the stores we passed while driving by. Jiffy Loop, huh? A Spencer's, Jimbori. That's how she would say it. Would you break up with that bitch? That would get kind of annoying. Because <laughs> how I wouldn't break up with her for that. I'd probably do it. I'd probably make puns off of it. <clears throat> she wore the same deodorant as my mother. Ooh. I don't even know what my mom wears, so I wouldn't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I knew. That then yeah I would, yeah. yeah see yeah, I, I would I don't give a shit I don't I don't know what my mom wears either but like have you ever like leaned in and you're like you smell like my mom it's I'm good. out I'm I out. just like the fact that she's got good don't hygiene. want anybody to all right this one is this one's really fucked up <laughs> okay so it was four days before my birthday and see she, she said she was going to get me a gift I knew I couldn't break up with her for at least thirty days after accepting her gift and I wasn't willing to make a thirty four day commitment to the relationship. You know, I've, yeah, there's been, there's been times where you have things like this come up. like, okay, I've got this event coming up. I want to get rid of this person now, but there's this obstacle. No, nope, sorry. Break up with them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm nope. like that. I'm a little, I'm a little shitty like that. Like no. I, I feel like I'm obligated. I might be okay. shallow, but I'm not a piece of shit. No, no, no. So He's so saying. You'd, so you'd break up with her? Yeah. It, yeah. 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 I agree. Oh, I yeah. think that's actually the right thing to do. To do it beforehand? You, yeah, because yeah. you don't want to be obligated for if that. If I so. know that I'm not that's into honesty. this chick and I know that my birthday's coming up and she's all excited and stuff, but and I know like, she's going to get something big. But he's I'm, saying like four days out, dude. She's already done the planning and got the shit by then. Yep. She's already yeah, but put then all the at least she can return it. the fucking gift and like cancel all the plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. She refused to eat anything besides chicken nuggets and French fries. <laughs> She's gone. No substitution. Gone. <laughs> Bitches gone. Let me, let me tell you now. You're you know fat. Who else? Gone. You know who else does that? Brad. Brad will eat fucking fish sticks and chicken nuggets till he fucking dies. Brad, you're fat. Gone. Hey, I've got the fucking diet of a third grader. My name's yeah. Brad. <laughs> Alright, so she held her fork overhanded as in the shovel technique. You Did can't that, take someone like that anywhere. That does make that does make me a little crazy when people eat Magnum. like that. Yeah. That is very Cro-Magnum of uh, This one, Eric will definitely break up with this girl. She did not believe in the moon landing. I, I love a good conspiracy theory, but... <laughs> Michael's trying. To, so, what if she's like insanely hot? But I don't she know. A lot of people believe landing. in stupid shit. I mean, she's probably That's a Christian true. too. How does that work, though? Like your big time conspiracy alien theorist. That's why she doesn't believe in it because she doesn't believe in science. I guess. Yeah. I looked at him. Really looked at him from a distance and realized that his head was just way too big for his body. Well, I mean, you got to think about children later on down the road. If you're gonna yeah, have you don't kids. want like top heavy kids to fall into the yeah. toilet and die. And with a woman, you don't want a big fucking head coming out of that thing, just ripping it to shreds. Uh, let me tell you now, that happens anyway. When she watched shows on the DVR, she wouldn't fast forward through the commercials. Well, that's the whole point of the DVR. I know, right? I don't, right? I don't have fuck? a DVR nor watch TV, so, so don't you, care. So that wouldn't even come up I'd with you. I'd just take that shit away would, from her. I would probably not break up with her. Every time I yawned, she thought it hilarious if she stuck her finger in my open mouth. 
I'd punch her. <laughs> I'd, I'd Ray Rice that bit. That's like having sex and they try and stick their finger up your ass. It's like, okay, Ray Rice rules are in effect. I, I don't know. I think that's kind of playful. I kind of like, as long as she doesn't finger mind anything ass? that I, no. As long that's as she doesn't. That's not that bad though. Just to be clear. As long as she doesn't mind, you, you know, know any other been. harassment coming her way. Right. Then. I couldn't stand her name, Antoinette. I tried to get her to go by Tony. No such luck. Had to let her go. Okay, first of all, that's just fucking stupid. Tony's yeah. fucking stupid. I, I know. Antoinette's fine. Speaking of, well, I can't talk I don't, about this. I don't. I, I don't give a shit what their name is. See, I would have broken up could there be either. Shitty McShitterson. Um, and you just call her titty? as long as they're hot. Oh, I know a hot girl named Antoinette, and I get along with them. I don't care. Don't care. And her I, mouth. I mm. Her mouth made a trapezoid when she talked. <laughs> what the fuck, what does, the that fuck mean? does that even mean? I don't know. Next. That's why this is so shallow. Like, what the fuck? Why? Why did that bother you? It's not like she had car- I, coral I would, mouth. I would probably also break up with this person. She was the loudest eater I ever met. She constantly chewed with her mouth open and smacked her lips. God forbid if she really liked it. Then there came a litany of mmm and noms as well. That, it was that like dating, does annoy me. It was like dating a fucking cookie monster. I really, really, really hate it when people fucking smack while yeah. they eat. It, it, it really annoys the shit out of me. This one says, one day I realized she looked like Paul Dano, and I couldn't unsee it. Who? <laughs> Paul Dano. I don't even know who I don't even know who that he's, is. He's just some TV guy. Next. But the whole point is... If it just looks like a looked dude. like a man. Yeah, it looks like, like a I man. couldn't unsee it. Gotta go back. She ate her peas one at a time. One at a time. I guess that's good. She'll digest them better. And I was about to say, that, that sounds like another thin person to me. That just sounds like you're making such a big deal out of nothing. Yeah. I, mean, I would not break up with I'll this I'll put girl. it this. Some of these are just so nitpicky and so particular that to me it sounds like they really just don't like the person and they mm-hmm. want to come, and up, they with come anything, up with something to just get anything out. Anything to validate their reason. Like they don't have a good reason to break up with them. They're you, just tell like, me, you tell me how you feel about this next one. Yeah. She'd wait until she had the bartender's attention and then start to decide what she wanted to drink. <laughs> Done. You're out. Yep. Gone. That's get what the I fuck thought. out of here, you uptight prissy bitch. From a former bartender. You want bartender. everybody to wait on you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, whore. All right, so. Wow. I hate next, those kind of people. Next. I want a Shirley Temple. I hate, oh, I hate those kind of oh, people. Even, what's the worst? The worst is Miami Vice. Those, those kind of people, they do that on purpose. They want people to wait on them. They want to feel the attention important. Like, go fuck yourself. You're out. She walked too slow. We'd go out somewhere and walk down the street, and I'd turn around, and she's 20 feet behind me. I used to have that problem with the ex. She'd be like, you need to slow down. I'm like, you need to speed the fuck up. How about that? Did you break up with her? Well, we got a divorce, so. Oh. It wasn't for I mean, that reason. It but. depends. <laughs> Am I actually trying to get somewhere, or are we just taking a stroll? I'm trying to get somewhere, goddammit. If we're trying to get somewhere, then you need to hurry the fuck up. But I'm, if I'm, we're yeah. just taking a stroll, I really don't care. I'm trying to get away from that bitch, because we're stroll. walking by everywhere. She's like, oh, look. <laughs> Jiffy Lou. Yeah. <laughs> God damn like it. Fucking speed walk away. So you, got, you had two reasons to break up with that bitch. <clears throat> he didn't take his underwear off during sex. Ever. Yeah. Okay. Out. Now, I'm not going to lie, dude. Sometimes out. I'll leave the socks on, but the underwear have to come off. I ain't pulling it through that fucking little yeah, goddamn I hole. I don't understand what the, my nuts. what the obsession is with like wearing underwear during sex. It's like, dude, you're just going to get that's that shit messy. Just, and yeah. That's just lazy. It that is just straight lazy. Up lazy. It's kind of weird. And it is a little weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little weird. Teach his own. Uh, two left, two left. She walked like a T-Rex. 
What the fuck does that mean? I don't like. Uh, that to me sounds like she fucking arms up. Yeah. To me, that sounds like she has a medical con- condition, and you're a prick yeah. for breaking up with her. I would still break up with her, but yeah, Grabbing I agree. I agree that it's wrong. <laughs> no, then just don't date. See, her. exactly. That's what I'm saying condition. too. If don't she walks, date him. hey, if she walks up to you with a little T-Rex arms and says, "Hi, I'm Michelle," maybe you shouldn't date the bitch, huh? Maybe that's that's your. Fuck that guy. He's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He's the asshole. Fuck that bitch. I guess I did just make <laughs> myself look like a total dick. Um, <clears throat> sorry to. Sorry. Hey I'm girls. sorry. Okay. So the last one, I, I don't. I would. I. I don't know even what. I, I have nothing for this one. Like, she. She put mustard on her uh, fries by applying it to her hand first and then rubbing it all over the fries. Oh my Done. god. Then, you're out. Then, wait, you're fucking the, out. Then she licked the mustard off of her hand. You're fucking out. Oh god first damn. of all, I, I know motherfuckers put, like in Europe, they use mayonnaise on their fries. Weird, but I've seen it. First of all, mustard right off the bat on your fucking french fries. I'm not going for that. But then the fucking smear it all over with your fucking hand. And then lick your hand. Well, I mean, you got to. I mean, you got to yeah, lick of the shit that's, off after Yeah, I like, yeah. Mm. You got to lick it. And that's why we hate all the bitches. Whoa. Mm. No, sir, that's not why we hate all the bitches. Oh, who I'm said sorry. we hate all the bitches? <laughs> Nobody. I'm just being really... I was going to go into my... Uh, Sarcastic, satirical, We need to facetious. defend the women, Ray Rice talk, but I think after that, you've ruined the whole Have segment. Have you seen uh, some of the jokes coming out and stuff? Uh, I saw the... Um, the new ad for the Beats, the uh, Beats by Ray. <laughs> Some picture of fucking Ray, <laughs> Ray Rice wearing the headphones and just laying one on his. Um, well, one of Don't, them. That's not funny though. We're they not, took uh, an ad from the NFL, which had like a chick, and she had like uh, eyeliner that was like for Baltimore Ravens, oh, and yeah. her uh, fingernails were all done up for Baltimore Ravens, and then she had a big black eye. Yeah, I saw <laughs> they that. photoshopped a black eye in there. Um, I saw another one where it shows a like Neanderthal holding a woman by her hair, and she's obviously been beaten, and he's got his club uh, on his resting on his shoulder, and then it says NFL coach, and it's got a guy talking to the, the Neanderthal. He's got the NFL coach shirt on. He goes, "I know, but how fast can you run the 40? <laughs> <laughs> that goddamn! I I am surprised that Goodell. It, God, he's got to be fired, man. If they do an investigation, find out that they knew about all that. I just don't stuff. understand why people are shocked about the decision or the lack thereof. That's what I'm surprised is that, that everybody is so fucking shocked because they're, they're in it to make money. Well, that's what that they want to do. They're going to do whatever they possibly can to protect their product. And if their product is an all-star fucking running back, potentially getting out for the season they're going to cover it up they're going to try and play it down as much as they can to try and salvage as much money out of the situation as possible yeah this kind of stuff is bad for the nfl they know it so they downplay the fuck out of it i think though if they would have came out immediately and even said like eight game suspension he's got to go through fucking some kind of I don't know. Like they do the drug acts. I always make them go off and go to like a rehab and shit. If they did anger management would be a good like one. an anger management thing. And so if they would have put him through some different stuff like that, I think they could have covered their ass a little better. But just to come out and say, yeah, well, you know, I mean, yeah, we saw him dragging her out. And of course, you know, oh, a two game suspension. I mean, that was pretty ridiculous, especially, you know, in the light of you look at all the drug suspensions and shit for like guys yep. doing Molly or fucking whatever. And they're getting four game suspensions or eight game or fucking getting a year suspension for that kind of shit. And it's like it's not even a performance. In it's a performance decreasing fucking drug for Christ's sake. And, you know, and I don't know. The thing that's to me makes little sense is 
that they give him the two-game suspension, and then they see the video, which they had access to before. I mean, there's reports that come out. The video was delivered to the NFL headquarters. So they the video was there. Whether he saw it or not, I don't fucking know. I don't believe him. But the fact is, it's like, well, yeah, we saw him dragging her out of there. We know she was knocked the fuck out, and he wasn't really acting like if, okay, I'm going to get off track a little bit. Put, the, put yourself in this case. If you have your girlfriend and your wife, and you guys get into a little scuffle and stuff, a little push and shove, and you just fucking lose your shit, and you haul off and fucking punch her and knock her the fuck out, I would go into panic mode immediately. I'd be like, holy shit, what the fuck did I just do? I mean, I would literally just panic that I, especially you're in an elevator in a fucking hotel in a goddamn casino stuff where there's, you know, there's people every fucking where, and you just deck this broad. She's knocked the fuck out. And he just, like, you see the video, I mean, he's just fucking calm as shit, like, fuck it, he just pulls her on out, he's like fucking, with, looks with his phone or something, he's talking to the guy there, he's just kind of looking at her, I mean, he seems like, it's like, this happens all the time, you know, it's like, ah, no big deal, she's fine, she'll come out, she'll wake up from her fucking little mini coma in a minute, just throw some water on or something, I mean, that's what blows my mind, and the thing that Goodell and them gave him a two-game suspension, and then they see the video of him actually striking her, and then it's like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing we've ever seen, so we, we just got to unlimit. It's like, motherfucker, how do you think she got knocked out to begin with? You think she fucking slipped on a banana pill in the fucking elevator? I mean, be honest. You know what he fucking did. I mean, just the you had to see the visual to make it so. I I don't know. To me, it's bullshit. The NFL's fucked up. I mean, there's a lot of bad things. There's so Dude, many cases. this week, Adrian Peterson is the big story. Beating his kid's ass. Yeah. Did you see the pictures? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's he, ridiculous. He's cool, too, because he's like, hey, man, that's how I discipline my kids. I beat their ass. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's like, dude, when yeah. I was young, I remember taking whoopings from my dad with like a belt or something. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you now, I didn't have marks on me five days later. Nah, not like that, man. Like it looked like it looked like fucking being flogged. It looked like he took a cat of nine tails and just whipped the shit out of him and make like these fucking gashes and stuff. Like, damn. And the thing that's fucked up with that is he acts like it's no big deal. And I know people in the states listen. Anybody outside the states might not know the football talk is probably beating their ass. But Adrian Peterson running back for the Minnesota Vikings, he's big time pro. The thing with him it's fucked up is last year, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like he had a son that he didn't even really know by one of his baby mamas that was beaten to death by like a boyfriend of hers. Yep. I you do know? remember and, that story. Yeah. And so it's like, even if he didn't really know that kid, I mean, he came afterwards and he was all fucking like, oh, I just, you know, just started to get in this kid's life. It's such a tragic event and stuff. And he was so upset about it. It's like, you know, knowing that you just had a kid die because... Somebody beat the fuck out of it till it died. And then for you to go off on a kid that he, I don't think he sees these kids very often. I think Adrian Peterson's out fucking, he's making a lot of babies because he's got two four year old kids at the same time. So that tells you a little something. Um, and then this other one that just died last year, I think he was probably in that range too. So he's fucking, he's going to town. He's making babies. He's rushing for thousands of yards and planting lots of seeds. <laughs> he's fucking doing it. But so it's like, you just saw this happen, and you, you go beat the shit out of the kid that you barely ever see. It's like, I don't know, man. The dude, he's got issues. Oh, that fucker Clearly. will probably end up being suspended for the goddamn year. He might be it. suspended for the year, especially, you know, given the outlash and the, the pictures that are there of the child. And when the child was in the uh, the police department, like, the child was telling the police officers he was scared his dad was going to punch him. So Yeah, it's... That's what that, from a four-year-old. Yeah, I, I think, and that's the point is like, you know, the word punch comes to mind, not like 
I'm I'm not gonna get a spanking or I'm not you know what I'm saying like it's not even yeah let me, punching your child is not disciplining your child it's punching your child I don't know there's you don't there's fucking a lot punch of your child red flags when you look at what he told the cops I mean he talks oh, about how the... there is a punishment room the kid mentioned that mm-hmm. um what was even stranger is that he called him uh, Daddy Peterson yeah Daddy Peterson Daddy Peterson uh like. Do you want your your kid to call you Daddy Boggs? No, that's weird. Exactly, because he never really sees the kid. Weird. I mean, yeah. he has no relationship with that fucking yeah. kid. Yeah, it's it's messed up. I mean, there's that, and there's so like, he shows up and then beats the shit out of him. I mean, there's yeah. a couple other stories right now going on with players that have had. It's a big problem. It seems like in the NFL. I mean, in <clears> college too. You hear about the college football players all the time, fucking kicking women's ass and stuff. And I don't know, man. It's that's one of those. It's that. Highly fucking testosterone fueled sport, and those guys are fucking amped up, man. Well, it's also the culture that they live in. They, if you are regarded as somebody who could potentially go pro or get a college scholarship, you're treated like gold. Yep. From junior high, and you're untouchable. Like there, there's reports all the time of high school football players doing crazy shit, and the cops are just like, ah, whatever. Steubenville, we talked about that. Boys will be boys. Yep. But at least they're going to get us a state championship. Um, so they get away with this stuff. So they learn that it's okay. It's fine for me to go and be a fucking degenerate. It's okay for me to damage somebody else because nothing ever happens to me. So they live in this fucking fantasy world where there are no punishments. They get into college and it's the same shit. They can go off and fucking rape some chick at a frat party or do some crazy shit on the side and... Nobody bats an eyelash. I heard something on the radio. The In guy, fact, you are now a Heisman candidate. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a prerequisite to be a Heisman candidate. You must have raped at least one white chick. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awful. <laughs> kind of true, but fucking awful. I, oh, the guys, as listen on radio, anymore. they brought up a great point about like the Peterson thing and about some of these women that get abused. You know, it's like, the ones that are married to these athletes, a lot of times they won't come forward because if they do come forward, then they know that it's going to hurt the career of their husbands. So and they won't it's, get It's that money, money maker. Yeah. And it's same thing with like uh, the Peterson kid. Like it wasn't his mother that reported him. It was they, she took him to a doctor's visit for a checkup. Uh, I guess it's just regular scheduled checkup, you know, and the doctor saw the marks and he's the one that reported him. And you're thinking, you think the fucking mother would have done this? But then again, it's like, okay. No, she's probably getting alimony. She's making that money off that kid, you know, and if it fucks with his career, then, you know, I, I think, I know that's a, a fucked up way to look at it, but I it's think, truth. I think there is something to that. It makes a lot of sense. You know, it's like, oh, I know he fucking punched me in the face, but if I go fucking say anything, he gets tossed in jail and gets kicked out of the league. And then, you know, where's those millions coming from? And. It's like, well, I could be, I can have millions and get my ass kicked, or I can be poor and get my ass kicked. It's like, what, the, what am I going with there? I mean, it's, I know it's a fucked Spending up thing. Spending his money. Yeah, I was going to be laughing at, but I mean, it's, it's like, goddamn, girls, you gotta, you gotta step up, man. Take care of yourself and the kids. Don't put up with that shit. I don't think money's worth having your child beaten. No. Nah. No. Nah. Right, it's the culture me, that we live in. That shows man, me how selfish you are as a person. If you're, I mean, I can't say that. Money. It's the culture that we live in. We live in this culture where you're not anything unless you have things. Mm-hmm. You are a subhuman or lower class if you don't acquire and have status. You mean nothing. 
So would you rather run around and tell people you're the wife of Ray Rice or run around and tell people that you're the ex who <laughs> ruined this person's career? You know, it's... Well, see, that's that's the wrong detail, though, as far as that, that concerns. That's the way that people that's are going like to look at it. Justice. I know. That's the I fucking know. way that people look at it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you saw, like, um, they had the first game of the season with the Ravens. They're showing the people on the parking lot. stupid line. bitches wearing fucking Ray oh, Rice. Oh, yeah, a lot, most, a lot of women all fucking supporting Ray Rice. They had their fucking Ray Rice jerseys on, and they're That's like... That's how eh, blind eh. people are when they come to sports. Like, because he's given them so much as far as a fucking NFL team. So they adore him no matter what he does, whether he beats women or not. I was going to say, uh, it would just be awesome if he's just running through the parking lot punching every one of those fucking bitches wearing his jersey. And they're just jersey, smiling as they're know? going down. It's like, yeah, it's funny now. Ah, make fucking jokes and just tagging them. Now, they probably needed it. His wife probably didn't deserve to get popped. Those bitches probably needed it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, that's, well. that's satire, ladies. I don't really mean that, of course. <laughs> but anyway... Um, it is what it is. I, I I mean, it's kind of a played out thing, but, you know, I, I, I think it's sad. And hopefully, I really, I hope Goodell goes down for it. But the only reason he's not is all the owners are fucking stand up for him. Cause, yeah, because he makes them so much fucking money. Oh, they said they made like 40 some, well, no, not 40 million. He made like $40 million last year because he did so good bringing in revenue. I can't remember how many billions he brought in in revenue. But, yeah, he's kicking ass as a commissioner making those fuckers money. So they love him. So. Oh, yeah. So he ain't going anywhere unless a, you know there's a major uprising. But um, I think the problem is this is a down story. We need uplifting stories. So I got uh, a couple stories for you guys. Boggs, you need to quit fucking around and get back over here. Um, <laughs> it's so hot. So I got a couple, and I, I don't know which one of these is worse. I, I mean, probably not as bad as, you know, I mean, not as bad as beating your kid, right? I'm not going to have anything worse than that, but let's see. So in Israel, they have a new... Um, oh, boy. It's a new tourist attraction that they have for the Israelis where they go up on... Um, they have the border with Syria. And uh, I guess anybody that keeps up with the news, of course, knows that Syria is mass fucking chaos. I mean, you have the ISIS factions there. You have the different rebel factions. I mean, of course, Assad's fucking killing his people. It's a fucking disaster in that country. So what they do is they go up on um, the mountaintop that borders Syria, and they, like, set up chairs and couches and shit, and they watch the battle going on. <laughs> it's like a fucking event. Like, it's a Friday night. It's like, what do you want? You want to go to the movies? Now let's go up on the hill and watch people get blown to shit. So the Israelis go up there, and there's three different locations that they go up to. Um, one is, of course, everybody knows that the Golian Heights. Everybody's heard of that. And uh, they have the Kintar. I'm can't pronounce that overlook uh mount bentall and then there's a military outpost that they have that's i guess closed down so people just go up there and sit down there and watch people just get bombarded on the other side of the fucking the uh border you like that bogs sound like a good vacation trip no not really no it sounds actually pretty shitty yeah it does sound shitty you motherfucker what do you think you want to get some money together and do that eric i'll pass so just so people know, like I said, Syria is a fucking mass chaos. So as of right now, they're, the death toll in uh, Syria from all the war and stuff, they said it's probably about over 191,000 people have died. Um, the refugee crisis in Syria is what they call pretty much the biggest humanitarian uh, emergency and the, the, basically in our fucking era of our life. Um, they said that right now they've had about 3 million people leave Syria uh, searching for refuge, and just to kind of put it in perspective, that's about one in every eight Syrians 
is getting the fuck out of the country because the violence is so bad. And that's what the Israelis are doing on a weekend. They're fucking heading up to the mountaintop and watching that. Yay. Yay for humanity. <clears throat> fucking gross. This one's a more... This is a more one-on-one situation. This, But I think this one... Boggs, you're talking about breaking up with your girlfriend and stuff. If, here's one thing you might want to do if you break up with her. Um, this guy, Ryan uh, Watton Pro, him and his girlfriend, they had a turbulent relationship. So they broke it off, and then they decided to get back together. And once they got back together, uh, Ryan decided that he was going to make a nice meal, a home-cooked meal for his uh, girlfriend. And uh, so he did that. And then a, a few days after the fact, they got into another big fucking fight and everything. And so she had to call the cops, and they took him away, and he got a restraining order against him. Um, around the same time, she noticed that her um, little Pomeranian dog had been missing. So within a few days, she starts receiving texts that th- say things like, Oh, P.S., how's your dog taste? I thought it was better with barbecue and Hawaiian buns. I guess you could bury what you didn't eat and things of that nature. So what do you think happened, uh, Boggs? What do you think you might have done? They are fucking texter. I actually read this story already, and it was pretty disgusting. Because <laughs> so, I, I posted this on my Facebook because I saw you? it. Yeah, did you hear about that, Eric? Yeah. This is, this is the fucking most... This guy, He's like the worst fucking... Uh, Okay, like, I don't like dogs and stuff, but, you know, I'm not going to fucking kill my goddamn ex's dog and then feed it to her. To me, that's above and beyond. You know what I mean? Like, I think breaking up with her because she fucking, you know, says cold slaw. Okay, I I can give you that. But then to fucking kill her dog and, like, fry it up and... And feed it to her. Feed it to her. that's, That's a level of hatred I can't even begin to imagine if you took the time to cook their dog. I love the fact, though, that... So the cops get him and everything, and uh, they're talking to the sergeant who's, like, doing the case. And this is the fucked up part about it. You know, he's like, uh, you know, after reading the text, he goes, you really get a sense for how this relationship was extremely toxic. (laughs) It's like, no shit, dude. So they did. This is where the cops come in hand. This is probably a good idea that this happened, and he gave himself away because the cops, you know, ended up throwing his ass in jail and stuff for, for stalking, animal cruelty, and kidnapping. I guess kidnapping of the pup. Um. So, as they were investigating, they did a search of his home and found an unregistered AK-47 and some illegal high-capacity am, uh, ammunition magazines, too. So, you think that dude was up to, up to no good? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's a, I think he's a you know, chip old fellow. We should go and meet him and say hi. <laughs> he would be a fucking Shoot fun guy to hang out with, I think. You think he's Republican? I think he's a psychopath. You think so? <laughs> That's answer the question. Is he Republican? I don't know, man. Maybe uh, maybe she ate fries with mustard. Would that, would that entice you to kill her dog? Fucking taking mustard and slapping it all over the fucking... She's just like smothering it and then licks and you're like, your fucking dog's dead, bitch. Mm. And then you just walk off. Mm. There's a lot of fucking anger from you tonight, isn't there? I No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate women. Whoa. So much. Wow. Yes. Oh. <laughs> wow, why why are you saying such hateful things? Yeah, dude, do we need to have an intervention on the show here? <laughs> no. I mean, no. Is, uh, are you, like, lining up a whole lot of questions for the uh, yeah for, for the doctor? The, for the <laughs> You're going to scare the hell out of her. No, yeah, I guess so. She'd be like, uh, that guy's a psychopath, and he needs to go to a psych ward, like, right now. Well, that's why I said, 
for the people listening are going to know what we're talking about. Hopefully, we're going to have a guest on next week, a sex therapist, if all goes well. I usually don't like putting that out there because then it won't fucking happen. But um, So, yeah, Eric's probably not going to be able to join us. It's iffy right now. So, if he doesn't, we're just going to make up a bunch of little fucked up questions and ask her and, and tell her that those are questions Eric left for. <laughs> so, that's yeah, the game plan. That's the game plan. Um, I just want to do this real fast because... That is, t- we've done too much woman bashing and stuff and talking about fucking getting rid of people and everything. Um, let me kind of pull this back in a little bit. And this is kind of somewhat related. And then, Boggs, you need to fucking perform and quit playing with your fucking self over there. Add something to the yep, show. Yep, got it. So, um, I thought this was, I think this is pretty interesting because we've had this discussion before about women. Like, Boggs has told us what he thinks about certain types of women before in the past. So, okay, Cupid has, um, over 25 million people on their site. And if you go on it, uh, you said it's like any of those dating sites. You set up your thing and you can do your preferences and stuff. So what they did was they went by people's preferences. Like, you know, if you're, and they pulled all the stats down. So if you're a black person, they put, they went and they tabulated black guys, what their preferences were, you know, for race, you know, white, they did it by black, white, Asian, and Hispanic. Um, don't worry about other and all that. They don't count. So according to, okay, keep it, not me, of course. So they did this and they did it for each one. I, I think this is kind of interesting. The way they did it was um, it's basically on a zero rating. You know, like if you went positive, you know, you did 10%, you know, to this is positive or you go negative depending on what your preference is. So for Asian men, of course, Asian women, they're 15% positive for it. And the women that they were least um, preferential were black women. They gave black women a minus 20%. So Asian guys are pretty, they're pretty. Much they like to stick with their own kind, and uh, Latino and uh, white women were both around two three percent. Black men, this was a little surprising to me. Two uh, percent positive for Asian women, one percent for black women, two percent for Latino, minus six for white women. I was very su- surprised because usually you think the white prize, you think they'd uh, go pretty high on the white women. So shocking stat to me. I'm waiting for you to respond. I've dated lots of white girls, and they talk a lot, so I can definitely get that. No, they're pains in the ass. They are complete pains in the um, ass. Latino men, of course, preferred Latino women, 10% positive, uh, minus 18% for black women. Mm. Black women aren't getting a lot of love in this, if you haven't noticed. Um, but all of them across the board are the same. You know, if you're black, you prefer blacks a little bit. They're pretty much even across the board. You know, Hispanics <coughs> prefer I think Hispanics, I've mentioned this before. Hispanics. I think I mentioned this before, but we self-segregate. Yeah, well, I mean, this is, too. Like I said, they break it down to four categories. There's a lot yeah. more than four fucking categories. Now, I will say that young young children tend to not segregate by race as much. Um, the only reason that that happens is because parents tend to, like, take their kids to other same race, like, couples, and then their kids intermingle and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that happens a lot. But, like, at school, they don't really, um, they don't really segregate until probably adolescence because then everybody kind of understands the dynamics that they're put in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but they do segregate by sex a lot. Oh yeah. Which is, and that's something that this is the, the, the thing that I always thought was really strange is like the, the racial segregation is a social construct that we make that adults make. Right. Because most of the time you take your child to, uh, you know, a parent that's the same race as you and their, your kids intermingle. So the racial thing is a construct that we make. The sex construct is one that kids just define for themselves. They never actually 
it, like that's not like a thing that we say no boys hang out with boys girls hang out with girls that's something that kids do on their own like that's just I've always thought that was fascinating is that they they'll just group up by sex because they're like minded so you'll always see it's really it's very very strange to see like a little boy hanging out with a little girl and they're just like best buddies that's not a common occurrence it's true I've seen that myself I mean, I was like that when I was in kindergarten, but I was probably the only one who hung out with any of the girls that was a guy there. Mm-hmm. Most of them were doing whatever the fuck else little four-year-olds do, I guess. I can see that. So, white guys, this is the they're the exception to the rule. Asian women, 9% positive. Black women, minus 17%. Latino women, 3% positive. And white women, only 6%. So white guys tend to prefer Asian women over white women. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but... Uh, um, you're like the pinnacle example of that. Hey, man, I like them all. I'm not like some people who are like, I just don't find certain people attractive. Like some assholes. I like them all, man. You mean like... I fucking love them. Every fucking one of them. No, here's the important trapezoid part. Trapezoid mouth ladies? <laughs> I love trapezoid mouth ladies. <laughs> What if it was a perfect circle no matter what? If she it's was a perfect saying. circle, then that's because she's been doing something. And oh, mouth, you get it, Eric? It's like one cylindrical, of those, like object. a blow up doll, just always a perfect circle. She likes popsicles. Oh, yes. Popsicles. So if it's a really long, like, slip like that, is it the fudge bars? Ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Ice that's cream what sandwich. I meant. Sure. That works. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> Well, here's the part that's important to you guys and myself, because this is what women prefer. So mm-hmm. if you want to know what you want to go after, for instance, Asian women, um, they are not into black guys or Latinos at all. We're minus 15 to minus 20% on both of them. Asian guys, 24% positive, of course, right? 18% for white. So you got a good shot with an Asian woman, right? you got a really good shot, because there's not a lot of Asians to begin with, so if they can't find an Asian guy... Whitey's the default. So there you go. You got that. Black women, uh, not fans of Asian men or Latino men. Uh, They don't like Whitey even more than Latinos, though. But they love the black guy, of course. 23% positive on black guys. uh, Minus 3 on Latino. Minus 6 on the white guys. A lot of these preferences are also a determination of the same construct I just mentioned, by the way. Because by the time that you're interested... Nobody cares about your construct. By the time you're interested in sexual... I'm trying to tell you who you can bang, dude. This is important. By the time you're interested in sexual activity, you've already kind of been exposed to that construct enough, and you're already kind of self-segregating. I don't. The other thing that I'll mention, too, about the segregation thing is um, we do that with... uh, uh, landscaping, and we do that with. Are you talking about yard zoning? work? No, I'm because talking of about. Is this a racist thing? Where are you going, dude? Just shut up and let me finish. Oh my um, god, that's what Here I said. That's what I said two nights ago. Anyway, so you know some blacks Hispanics with him. <laughs> shut up. Uh, no, I'm saying that like, you know, it's really hard to find a minority race in Grapevine or South Lake because they zone those. They don't even zone those houses to be like three bed, two bath houses. Like you're, that's not a legal thing to do in that neighborhood, and they do that for a reason. They do that because they don't want families with, you know, a need for three bed, two bath. They mm. don't want a family like that. That uh, so it's it's against the, they're against Catholics, is what you're saying? No, I'm saying <laughs> that they're against middle class people because they want to keep oh, that. It's an it's a socioeconomic. Con- they mm-hmm. want to keep Grapevine and South Lake the rich neighborhoods, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't want to they don't want to deal with that kind of shit in their neighborhood. 
So they won't, like, they'll literally just zone the entire area where that can't be a house. You can't build a house that's 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 got that dimension to it okay. in Grapevine. Everybody at home, Google that on your map. Um, Latina women, not fans of Asian or black men, minus 14 and 16, but they love Latino men and white men, plus 18, plus 12. So, so far, you got where I'm going. You're not going to have a good shot with a black girl. Asians, high probability you can hook up with an Asian. Hispanic girl, pretty good fucking chance of the Hispanic girl. Now we get to the white women. White women, not a fan of Asian men, minus 12%. Black men, minus 8%. Latino men, only 1% positive. And white guys, 19% positive. So, as so they I, just don't like anybody? Yeah, well, I mean, they, they like, like white by default, but not as much as, like, the fucking... The black woman loves her black man more than anybody else loves their other on here. Yeah. So that's a given, and of course, like I said, as far as like women go, uh, Asian men love uh, the Asian man the most. So they they like to stick together, and they had this thing, and they were basically talking about it. They're showing these statistics and showing like, oh, like it's a racist thing. I'm like, that's not a racist thing, dude. That's a preference thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like some people, it doesn't mean like I fucking I'm not gonna date. Just because you've never had sex with an Asian person doesn't mean you're racist against them. Yeah, it just means I haven't been or gone into a relationship. It just means that you never come across that person that you would want to date that was an Asian. Or I haven't found one drunk enough yet. I mean, it just really comes down to something that simple. Sometimes sometimes. you just don't have the opportunity. Yeah. No matter how many roofies you bring to the bar. What? What I say? I don't. Sing us a fucking song. I don't song, even want to do the song anymore because Just of that. Just do it. We need some God. After that, we need you want, some You need more. some God in your life? I'll give you some God in your life. Wow. God damn I'll it. give you some God right in your ass, Michael. And <laughs> now, Boggs sings a passage. Touching people with the love of Jesus. I was raised in California, the youngest of five children. My life changed in August 2005 when I lost my son, Evan. I told you this was going to be uplifting as fuck. In a car accident Because his brother was going too fast And he drove off a 300-foot cliff Paul now lived with the guilt of killing his little brother His best friend And six years later to the day Paul was shot to death while trying to stop a man from beating a woman. See, that's why I tied it together. That's how I did it. Okay, that's my song. What the fuck? That's it? That was. I'm not giving you the rest of the story because it gets a little bit more like, oh, I just found Jesus and jerked off in his face, and then I that's felt better. That's the fun but part. That's the part we want to hear. You but fucking. I wanted to we leave it. hear the depressing shit. Yeah, we don't care about fucking kids dying. We want to hear about the love of Jesus. This is gonna. I know, but if I sing the rest of this, it's from a woman's perspective, and yeah, then you guys fucking okay. sing it. I know, uh, but then you're gonna make a thing out of no, it. No, we won't. Whatever. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. 
being wife and mother for 27 years I had a purpose and a plan but now that's been destroyed I had no idea what to do with the rest of my life After grieving so long and living deep in depression One night I cried to God Lord, please give us a purpose, a plan for our future and put joy in my life Something had to change We couldn't go on living like this After several minutes I felt a peace come over Instead of going to bed I decided to check my email since I was wide awake Let me give you a little background on my husband Tim He was one of ten children placed in foster care Due to unfortunate circumstances when he was six years old They kept Tim and his younger brother together for several years Until Kevin got adopted <laughs> I had to do a lot of story development, I'm sorry <laughs> Tim spent the next 12 years transferring from home to home, but was never adopted. He had a yearning to find his younger brother Kevin ever since. Turn the page. <laughs> Hold on. I picked this up, but I couldn't really avoid the turn. A people finder had popped up on my computer, so I figured it was worth a try, and I prayed, God, I know you can't give me my boys back, but it would be great to find Kevin and give Tim his brother back. I sent an email in the hopes that it would find him. Guess what, guys? Next morning I woke to a phone call And it was Kevin Kevin Yeah To come to find out His name was Kevin Joy And he's a pastor Imagine that Fuck, this is just getting better and better Three weeks later we drove to springtime to meet him And the two brothers reconnected after 40 years and that's the story so our kids are still dead but now he's got his fucking brother <laughs> okay so what tell the folks out there what book we're reading oh guys this thing. is the best i've been reading this book like in my spare time when i'm like done masturbating and it's called it's got, which is apropos because the yeah. title of the book is called Reach Out Your Hand Too. <laughs> that was a good fuck you, Eric. Go the, go the sub. Part. Touching people with the love of Jesus. Yeah. That's why. There we go. Never mind. I fucking hate you guys. Um, by the way, it's my song for the day. That's a fake name, by the way. Joy. Fake. Kevin Joy. Kevin Joy, the pastor. Like, come on. I want to get these people that wrote this on the Kevin's show. Kevin's just a bad name anyway. We're going to make it happen. Well. <sighs> I just find it funny how people like they they try and tie shit together so much and so hard that somehow it's gonna happen. Like, okay, so I just prayed to God to bring joy back into my life, mm -hmm. um, and then I went on Google and searched for a guy under People Finder. That what? 
why do you even have to pray to God for that? Why don't you just go to Google and go on People Finder? Here's the other um, God. God help. Here's the other thing that that's missing from that. Help um, guide him. So you prayed to the God that allowed your boy to drive your other boy 300 feet off a cliff and kill him. Yeah, that's the other point. It's so your your God took both of your fucking sons. Well, God works in mysterious ways. So. Yeah, but he's all powerful. Well, he needed them. He needed two like, more we're, angels. We're, what's mystifying? There's nothing mystifying about that, though. There's nothing like, oh, that's so mysterious. I mean, it's it, just fucking cruel. Like, it there, sucks when push that she comes lost to both of her sons, but I mean, yeah, that does suck. But that's the point. Is like, when push comes to shove, if you actually can do something about that, wouldn't you? Especially when you consider like. Like your kid. Like, if that was going to be the situation, and you could prevent it. supposed God loves us so much, why wouldn't, wouldn't you prevent, he prevent it? prevent the suffering? Because I know what it's like to love guys, and I'll tell you now, it's... You don't... There's no compromise when it comes to that. That's well, happening. And I'm going to use the, uh, the George Carlin thing. It's like, why does God, like... Why does it seem that desperation and misery only comes in, like... It comes heavier-handed to some people and not so to others? Or, more or less, other countries as opposed to others. Like, what do we get here? Okay, yeah, you can lose a loved one. That happens a lot. Um, you can be homeless, so yeah, I guess you could technically be starving. But, I mean, if you are born into a impoverished third world country, there's no chance whatsoever. Your life is misery from the day you are born to the day you die. You're always hungry. You have no idea when you're going to be kidnapped, killed. If you're a chick, if you're put into uh, sex slavery, you have no fucking idea. So why does it seem so heavy-handed towards some countries and not towards others? Because America sucks. No, it's because there is no God and it has everything to do with money and how wealthy you are. Yeah, and who's the wealthiest nation? The wealthy you are, the less disparaging shit is going to happen. Well, let me tell you now that the people in this particular country go out of their way to ensure that other countries don't prosper as much as us. And then inside of this country, they make sure that we have just enough hope to get by and not enough hope to care about anything else. And that's exactly why, you know, as much as I I don't really like to to play the political party game, but that's really why I like Democrats a lot more than Republicans is because on a philosophical standpoint they still push bills that I don't have moral obligations to not like I I disagree with you I I think they're two sides of the same coin they're both part of the problem they both do shady shit behind closed doors they both have little by little chipped away at what little liberties we do have I think and my main they problem with constantly Democrats steal from us. I think my main problem with Democrats as far as uh, the politicians go is they only use that philosophy to get votes. They don't use that when they're in office. Yeah, that's why I said it's two but, sides of the same coin. When they get in office it changes. They become a corporate fucking And you hound. can tell you can tell that that happens cuz when they did have control of the house or the senate, was it the senate? You mean the first two years of Obama's administration when they p- actually passed a bunch of stuff? Yeah. Before the Republicans took over and yeah, they grinded like, it to a halt? Yeah. Like the Health Care Act and stuff? Yeah. They, they actually did do stuff. I'm not going to get into a political debate with you two motherfuckers, but the Democrats do a lot more than the Republicans do. 
Well, they do a lot more things that are beneficial to people that I think we need to benefit. Like, we've talked about, you know, mm. stop benefiting rich people. They're rich. They don't need your fucking help. That's well, that's how, that's what, like I don't understand that thought at all, and it what drives me fucking crazy mm-hmm, is that everybody mm-hmm. like how how good is their marketing strategy? Like what the fuck did Republicans tell these people it's that make them vote against their own benefits? It's always fear mongering. Yeah. It's, what what could you say that could fear <clears throat> them into giving away their own fucking livelihood? Uh, they've pretty it's, much convinced these idiots that a we're going to take away their guns. Yeah, it's the guns, the uh, god. B, um. Terrorists. Yeah. Fear nobody factor. nobody can really like explain to me exactly what's gonna happen, but terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to say the word. And they they've somehow in that whole terrorist argument they've have spun it to where Democrats are weak. Because Democrats want to cut military funding. Um they don't want to get into wars so sharply. Let's take that what you're saying about the terrorists. Let's use that, and we'll kind of go into because we're going to discuss ISIS stuff a little bit. That's a perfect way to go. I mean, keep going with what you're going, but let's we can kind of go. Rotated into to ISIS. Got it. Segways. We're well, going to no, do no, a, no, because he, that's a perfect thing. What he's talking about now. I mean, that's a debate going on now with this whole fucking trying to get us back into a goddamn war in Iraq. You know, get troops on the ground. That's another thing they're trying to do. It's more. It's that fucking fear fact. Like Lindsey Graham. Oh yeah. If we if we somehow let them have a Islamic state then that automatically means that they're going to attack the United States. Yeah. Apparently, somehow. Oh, yeah. What's going to happen? But. Of course. What I don't understand is what's the difference between them being just a band of militants and having an Islamic state? Like, how how does all of a sudden, if they have an Islamic state, get what they want, all of a sudden make them attack America? Like, how how does that exactly equate? Because well, to me, well, at this point, since we're going to attack them with missiles and airstrikes, well, that would get you attacked. But well, yeah, yeah, they're, sure. They're gonna try anyway. That's kind of their goal. They're gonna do it no matter what. Like they're gonna try. So what the fuck is the difference? See, now they're doing. This is this is where Obama gets on my nerves a little bit because it's such a fucking three ring circus between the media and what's going on because Obama's come out and over the last few months there's been a handful of occasions where he's come out oh we're going to send a couple hundred more people over there you know it's always people to go over there to help organize and stuff it's not we're not putting troops over there we're we're just going to couple hundred people over there for oversight blah 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 whatever they kept doing that and then what he said the other day he had that press conference they're sending their 500 people over there you know, and I'm putting boots on the ground. We're just sending uh, people over there to try and retrain these Iraqi forces. Oh, you mean the Iraqi forces that when uh, the ISIS people rolled into like Tikrit and uh, these places, they just said, fuck it, it's yours. They just like, take off their uniforms and throw up their fucking hands because they're not going to fight because that place is chaos. I mean, they're not going to put any effort in. It's like we're wasting time and money. And I think the problem is like you see – now on the conservative side, this is where the fear mongering comes in, because especially this last week, because Obama said, oh, I'm just going to do airstrikes. We're going to get a coalition together. We're going to target these the terrorists, but we're not putting boots on them, blah, blah, blah. They come out and you get your typical, your John McCain's coming out and fucking Lindsey Graham, who's his fuck buddy. And Lindsey Graham and him are on the Sunday shows this past week. And Lindsey Graham literally said, I mean, word for word, he's like, you know, if we don't take care of this ISIS threat, we're all going to die. I say, whoa, high 
hyperbole much, motherfucker? I mean, really? Because Al-Qaeda was much stronger organization <coughs> uh, that had much better weaponry and training. You know how I know that? Because uh, fucking Reagan trained them when they were called the Mujahideen, when they are fighting against the fucking Russians back in the 80s, and we gave them all the arms and the fucking goods and the training and the intel and stuff then. Uh, so, yeah, I think they were a little bit better prepared. And the only reason that we're in this mess now is because of 9-11, which I'm not going to get into conspiracy talk because I don't really buy into that whole our government did it shit. All I know is there's a reason. They definitely used it. There's a definitely. Well, the thing is, it wasn't a cover. Like, everybody's like, oh, Bush covered it up. Bush didn't cover up the fact that we did it. Bush covered up the fact that, that he was the most inept fucking president we ever had. And that was the most inept government system that he put in place. All the people around him were pieces of shit. And they didn't know what the fuck they're doing. And they're, the fact that they had all the information, I mean, not just that PDP comes up all the time, but there were other countries saying, hey, we've got warning signs that this shit's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, dismiss the PDP that he got like a month and a half, that whole Bin Laden determined to strike in the U.S. That literally, within the guts of, if you read it, it specifically said targets in New York. It talked about hijacking aircraft. You know, talked about being, I mean, all the elements were there. It didn't say we're going to hijack aircraft and fucking fly into the World Trade Center, but all the elements were there. They had chatter from other countries. I think France had let them know. The UK had let them know that there was warning signs, but there's such an, he was such a fucking inept leader and that whole government system he put in place didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And they, not intentionally, I don't believe, but they allowed it to happen, and then they went in a panic mode covering the shit up. That's why he would never testify, and him and Cheney had testified together, and they put off the fucking having, you know, the, the government counsel, like, do the investigation on it for, like, a, what, a year? You know, every other time something happened, like JFK getting assassinated or whatever fucking Pearl Harbor, any of those events happened, they had fucking government investigation immediately. I mean, within weeks started on that. And he put that shit off as much as he can just to cover up the fact that he was, I mean, like I said, and that's the best word I can use. I want, there's other words that are better to describe him. And he showed it throughout his presidency. And, you know, the reason ISIS is there now, like you said, Eric, it's like they use that as a reason to go into Iraq. Totally unfounded war. Everybody knows that now. Everybody should have known it then. And uh, so we put that country into chaos. And that allowed, you know, the whole thing was, oh, there's terrorist in Iraq. We got to go in and get terrorists. No, there wasn't. Now there is. The problem is Al-Qaeda went in, caused all this chaos that's there now between the Sunnis and the Shiites and the Kurds. It's just fucking, it's just goddamn... I, I mean, it, it's mass chaos. I mean, every day there's fucking hundreds of people getting blown up, car bombs, and shit. It's, it's a disaster. That allowed ISIS to get in there. So now ISIS is in there. And the funny thing about it is, you know, like I said, this is all start going back from when Bush is in office. And you have people like McCain and all these motherfuckers who are like, let's go after ISIS. We need to put boots on the ground. We got to go in there and take them out. I remember... When ISIS was really gaining their power a couple years back when this whole shit was going down in Syria after Assad, you know, gasses people and the rebellion sprung up, you had people, same people, Lindsey Graham, McCain, big ones on fucking TV all the time saying, we need to arm these people. We need to give them weapons and training. We need to give it to them. Well, those people that he was talking about giving weapons to and training that Obama said, no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to do targeted airstrikes. Those are the fucking same people now that are ISIS. So basically, he wanted to fucking do the same thing Reagan did and Bush did with the Mujahideen and do it with ISIS then. So as bad as ISIS is right now, think about how much worse it could have fucking been. Oh, yeah. 
you know, and they're gaining, I think they said, and it's not even like they're that huge. Like they've got like, I think 30,000 to 40,000 estimated troops. I mean, but it's spread out further, of course, because they have factions that like mixed with Al Qaeda and stuff. And I don't know, man, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's upsetting the fact that when I see Obama get out on TV and he's talking about now this big threat and stuff, it's like, I see this fucking push again and I'm just afraid that we're going to, we're going to have another situation. Oh, it'll happen. I mean, they keep beheading fucking journalists and crazy shit. So it's, it's eventually the fear is going to get to people and they're just going to want somebody to try and take care of it. <clears throat> That's just what we do. We get afraid. So we say, okay, go do it. Um, and I mean, it, it, yeah, they are a bunch of fucked up Neanderthals. They're, they're a bunch of morons who are just so religiously crazy about fucking Islam and once again, I mean, you just read the Quran. They're doing exactly what the Quran says to do. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to sit there and be a simple and uh, be a sympathizer to Muslims, tell them to go fuck themselves. I'm sorry, they shouldn't have their fake god, just like Christians shouldn't have their fake god. And they're using it as a tool to murder a shitload of people. Uh, if you do not recall, when they first went into uh, go mode in Iraq. Um, the, the Sunni jihadists there that are part of ISIS, they just started beheading everybody who wasn't Sunni. <coughs> everybody. They'd just go into towns and just take a shitload of people and just chop their fucking heads yep. off. Huge mass graves, all kinds of crazy shit, and only recently have they started to uh, behead the journalists and stuff like that, people that they've captured. Um, it's very distressing, and yes, it's very... Um, you know, it's terrifying to think that people out there that are that fucking crazy. Um, but it's two things. Um, I mean, we're being manipulated at both ends. We're being manipulated here at home via media and crazy politicians using their fear, ma- fear mongering to try and get the industrial military complex up and running again. Um, and trying to get that whole fucking gravy boat going for all the rich fat cats that already are in that position mm-hmm. um and then it's manipulation on the isis side um they're not I, I really think that they're not beheading these journalists because they hate them or that they're fucking uh whatever the hell they want to call them um infidels yeah they're doing it to manipulate us i agree they're doing it to try and make our stomachs churn and try and i mean they're using the shock value of beheading to fucking try and get their message across whatever way possible, either to A, gain recruits from people who are just as fucked up as them, or B, I, I think that they're, they're trying to provoke an attack so then they can get more people to join their cause. I think so too. Um, really, I, I don't think that we have quite hit uh, what really is the problem. The, the real problem is that they they can't seem to find a name (laughs) like they're always changing their fucking name. Okay. So in 1999, they were called the organization of monotheism and jihad. All right. Little, little long winded. Yeah. Um, but then in October, 2004, they decided to change. Yeah. Um, you would have thought that they would have like shortened it a little bit, made it easier. No, instead they wanted to go even further. So they turned into the organization of jihadists based in the country of two rivers. I mean, it's got a little pizzazz, but yeah, it's a little lengthy. It's hard to put on a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, then, in 
January 2006, they merged with Al-Qaeda in Iraq um, to become Mujahideen Surah Council. Okay. It's a little shorter. Yeah. It's a little better. I like how they do the little, you know, the old school shout out to the Mujahideen. I like and, that. I mean, they must have gotten some crazy leader or something or something because then in October, you know, that's not too far from January, October 2006, they changed up to Oath of the Sainted Ones. Okay. It's a little crusadery. Yeah, a little bit. A little I like bit. that. Maybe, maybe they were just trying to gain recruits or something. Um, and then in October uh, 13th, that was on the 12th of October. Um, and then April 8th of 2013, uh, they tra- changed their name again to the Islamic State of Iraq in Levant. Okay. So that's how you get the ISIL. Yeah. Because you hear ISIL. ISIL a lot too. Yep. So they were ISIL. I'm sticking with and ISIS. Then, I like it better. And then in May of 2014, they changed to the Islamic State of Iraq and um, Syria. Syria. So you got ISIS. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm going with. Does anyone else just, anytime you hear ISIS, do you just think of the Archer show? No. No. Thanks for But now they've changed it again. Now they're Al-Qaeda separatists in Iraq and Syria. Nah, I'm staying with ISIS. They're QSIS. No, nah, that's too much. I like ISIS. I'm kidding. Fuck so, them. They don't like it. Come over here and get me. I mean, I'm they, they really seem disorganized. And, like, they can't really find their identity. Well, Is this like that South Park episode where the atheists are all warring over what they're supposed to call themselves? You guys remember that? No. You didn't see that? I don't really Cartman, watch so much South Park. Cartman uh, freezes himself because he's trying. he can't wait the full month to get, like, the Xbox One or some no, shit like that. No, it's the Wii U. The Wii, whatever. <laughs> But anyway, he wakes up in a time where it's like just a bunch oh, no, of atheists. No, it's the Wii. I think it's the Wii. It might just be wow. the Wii. That's how old anyway, it is. Anyway, it's a pretty old Fucking one. old school. But he wakes up in the future, and it's like everyone's an atheist, and they're all warring against other people. And he can't. He like never gets told why. And like atheists are fighting over what they should call themselves. So like there's a like a three-headed war going on where there's like the Allied Atheist Alliance or something like that. Yeah. And then, like, there's, and it, like, they finally get to the very last bit, and all the leaders are like, so it's come to this. And they just, like, announce their names. And it's like, it's Allied Atheist Alliance. It makes sense. It's three A's. Those are the beavers, I think. Mm. Yeah. The talking beavers. Goddamn yeah. beavers. You know, what's funny is the whole satire and irony to that episode is. Is that, like, like the beginning of the Brokeback Mountain thing? You just. Dun, dun, I don't dun. know. <laughs> I didn't see that movie, so. But, um, I mean, essentially, it's if, just, if you don't over stupid shit, is the point of that. Like, if you don't know, ISIS is trying to um, establish a uh, caliphate or, yep. or is an Islamic state. In they've uh, named certain regions that span all across the Middle East that apparently belong to them, quote unquote. Well, basically, yeah, what they're doing is they're saying that because they're right in the middle there, and the, like I said, the Syria Iraq border. So all those countries around there, they're all Muslim countries. They're basically in their head, they're like. There's no borders anymore. These are, it's just one big country and it's one big Islamic state. That's what they're saying. Yeah. And they're in charge. And everything <laughs> under their rule is under Sharia law. Yeah. Um, so boys in school, boys and girls in school must be completely separate. Mm-hmm. Um, women are usually not even taught. But like Bog said, they do that anyway. So um, no problem. Women must wear a full veil in public. Um, and, uh, uh Usually their court systems usually have very uh, brutal justice. Um, that's where you get like, you know, somebody steals something, they cut off their arm, you know, shit like that. Um, Boggs, you'll you'll not like this one. Um, music is banned. Oh, my God. Oh, 
No music whatsoever. No fucking semi charm life. No. Oh, uh, certainly no songs about drugs, sex, and booze. And during Ramadan, <laughs> the fasting Ramadan is enforced. Hmm. So I'm, you don't even have the option. I'm sure most of the time it's pretty much and it's not an option for those people anyway. <laughs> you fast. I just wonder what the punishment is if you don't fast. What, what Probably do do? death, man. That's an important. That's a major fucking holiday over there. If you're not abiding by it, I gotta think that's a. That ain't no fucking slap on the wrist. You know what I'm saying? And Sharia law, it covers both religious and non-religious aspects of life. Oh, did you know that they're trying to pass that here in America? We've got Sharia law now. I read that on a conservative website. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think these fucking pussy ass Republicans could handle Sharia law. No, I think we've already got it. I, I think I, I don't even Oklahoma's think that they even it. understand what Sharia law really is and how fucked up it actually is. No, I'm pretty sure they got it. No, to to Eric's uh, earlier point though. It's it's a giant fear mongering scam. Oh, with ISIS? No, well, it's a giant fear mongering scam on like every issue. Have you? I mean, you guys were out to my parents' house a few times. Have you talked to my dad at all? Eh, not really. He is like the most paranoid motherfucker on the planet. Oh, I about believe it. Everything and like you know, old white guy watches Fox News. I'm sure. No, but he does watch a lot of the old like ancient aliens shows and shit, <laughs> which is already like, God damn it, God damn it, Dad, you're making me look like a goddamn idiot. And then. uh it's He'll, good to know where we come from. Balls. He's really cons- he does you know as far as like the social media stuff he pisses me off so much because I'll just like he purposefully likes shit on Facebook that he knows I'm gonna like look at and be like oh, fuck you dad because he'll, he'll mm. like the wow um when we when no we did talk the, about your father sir pulling back the kernel a little bit when we did uh, Alfred Crumblebottom the first thing we did was the Patriot which was that uh, Facebook group we found on Facebook my dad gave me that list of all that stuff that's where I found that from was him. <laughs> Well, I see he came and in And I handy. found like three or four more. See, he came but in useful for the show. Like, if you go and read it, first off, I think I've said this a few times on the show, but like, just just read the comments that people put on there. It's fucking, you sound insane. See, you sound fucking crazy. That's the great thing. It's like, it's funny for like us, you know, when we hear this fear mongering stuff, it's like, it's very simple. Just be like, yeah, we heard all the same shit 10 years ago when you guys were fucking rushing us into this other world. But it's it's amazing that all that's out there. We have there, to act now. Yeah, it's the same fucking shit you hear, and it's like these people we just don't act now. They'll get more powerful. You know what the sad thing is too? It's older folks too that gobble that shit up. It's like, dude, they're old enough to understand, and they just saw this happen a decade mm-hmm. ago. Most of them are probably around like for Vietnam and other shit mm-hmm. like that, and they've seen these things happen over and over. And yet they continue to just get sucked into that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my God, you got fucking crazy McCain, old man McCain on there. We're going to fucking, we're all going to die. And everybody freaks out. Oh my God, we're going to fucking die. It's like, just please just look at the fucking, this is a small group. They've only got a few thousand members. I mean, you know what? I, they probably are going to pose a threat eventually, but you know what? airstrikes are fine man we don't have to go to a fucking full out war and you know Obama one thing he said was he was pulling together a coalition okay so he gives his fucking speech and literally like three days later he's only got like a dozen countries signed up and they're mostly all European all Christian white European they're like yeah we probably should try and get some people in that region on our side you know cause it kinda looks bad so Fox News is like well, fucking Bush got to you know he got his group together for their Iraq war it's like okay let's fucking hold the phone 
We went into Iraq. It was like us and the English were like the only troops on the ground. I think there might have been like a battalion of fucking Australians or something with boomerangs and shit. And the rest of it was like... And kangaroos. Yeah, the rest of it was like Zimbabwe fucking giving us monkeys and shit to look for mines. I mean, it's like... Whoa. It's not... No, Whoa. no, not those kind of monkeys. Like actual, like little fucking, you know, chimpanzees Whoa. and stuff. They were hey, looking dude. for my, That's a real fucking thing. <laughs> Look it up on Google. They, I might have been wrong about the country. One of those fucking countries literally gave us monkeys to go and look was for it, fucking mines. Was the country Niger? First of all, sir, I don't like where you're going with that. <laughs> this is why we can't. This is why black women don't like white because <laughs> they make puns. <laughs> but I mean, no, yeah, seriously. I mean, here, here's they don't. So they talk about the beheadings. They talk about the Sharia law. They talk about how crazy these people are, and they kill whatever, and they show the fucking journalists that they beheaded. And they've just really just manipulated the whole situation. You have to remember these towns that they have been taking over and the sections of Iraq that they have pretty much seized. You go into that place with, like, two caravans of 20 soldiers, and you run the town. Like, they're so destabilized. Yeah. They, they don't have anything. That, and that's the reason. Like, it's not that fucking hard to go in there and run the show. Yeah, and that's the... So that's why, like I, like you said, airstrikes are just fine right now. Yep. Just keep them on the ropes. Keep them trying just to fucking pick up the pieces. Eventually, they'll get winded and gassed, and they'll give up. I mean, as long as you They can't win not, a battle of attrition well, with an airstrike. Well, as long as you don't mean, fucking let them get more money... Then they got nothing. They got fucking nothing. And he's right. That's why I said it's a big dog and pony show right now. That country's in such chaos. As like Eric said, it really. I mean, they're a unified force. It's like they're not big, but at least they've got their shit together. Unlike, like I said, the Iraqi fucking. There's no police force, and their military just fucking like ah fuck it. They just throw their hands up in the air and like we're out of here every time some shit goes down because they don't want to fucking die because it's like what are they fighting for? It's the fucking place is it's a disaster. Hey, thanks America. You did this great. So, like he said, they go in with small amount of force, and they've taken over Mosul. They've taken over Tikrit. They've taken over, like, up near Kurdistan, like, uh, uh, on the border of Iraq. Hell, fucking, like I was saying, you know, they're trying to get groups of countries together. Dude, Syria, even the country that we've been bombing, they're like, we'll help you out. Like, they hate these fuckers so much. Like, yeah, we'll fucking help you. Iran said that they'll help us with it. So, like, all those countries are jumping in now. So they've got, like, 40-some countries on board saying, yeah, we need to, we really need to fuck these guys up. It's like, I think we can handle the situation. I don't think everybody needs to go into fucking panic mode. Yeah, we don't need to fucking get the nukes you know, codes out. I don't know if we've ever actually discussed fear-mongering tactics before, but maybe we should make a topic out of that because I actually do have a pretty spirited opinion on that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's an incredibly important piece to the rights agenda. That is their only agenda. So it's just like immigration. Any fucking thing. Gays. Well, fucking gays. You got the gays married. You're going to fucking infiltrate the school. They're going to turn your kids queer. Watch out. I yeah, mean, if we every fucking let thing. all these little kids, you know, come across the border, they've been trained by Hamas. <laughs> yeah. Another fear 12 year olds, motherfucker. Or. Because, yeah. uh, you know, Hamas really is able to fly and travel and stuff. They got their shit together. It's in Mexico, one of our allies and closest trade partners. Oh, wait. They can't even leave their little fucking strip <laughs> unless they have two fucking passports. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens. Like, right? Do these people think before they talk? Like, No. 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 If you're, and they're not. If you're Palestinian, you can't on a leave Hamas. Level. Like, you can't. Yeah. You can't go into Israel. You can't go into Egypt. You can't do it. Yeah. How the smuggle. fuck are these people training people in Mexico and sending them up so then they can grow up and then do something? Right. <laughs> when I'm a real man, 
you know, they're talking about this going up in Congress. This is how fucked up. I mean, you talk about, Eric's talking about the political discourse and how the, both parties fuck us. They wanted to put this before Congress to authorize strikes and stuff. You know, I mean, of course, you got some Republicans. That's not enough. They want fucking troops back on the ground there. Um, and I think the reason for that is, like, back in July, um, the largest oil field in Iraq was taken over by ISIS. <laughs> I think that's when they really saw, like, hey, okay, you motherfucker, you killed a bunch of Iraqis. All right. You fucking kidnapped a bunch of Kurdish kids and you're trying to convert them. Yeah, whatever. You got the fucking oil, man. Okay, you just, you took it too far. This is one tip. You're fucking up now. But, like, they put it before Congress. Congress won't vote on this because everybody knows elections are coming up. So, if they vote on it, the Democrats that want to vote for their strikes because they know it's the right thing, they're afraid to do it because the fucking hardcore liberals are going to be like, here we fucking go again. And then you got the Republicans. They don't want to fucking do it because you've got the Tea Partiers who are like fucking, they're isolationists. They're like, we want to get the fuck out of all this shit. So it's like, they know what's the right thing to do, but they don't want to do it because they don't want to hurt themselves in fucking midterms. That's all it comes down to. And it's like, yeah, terrorism is such a big threat. We're so fucking, we're all going to fucking die. We'll worry about after midterms. Right. <laughs> Got to make sure we win that fucking Senate seat. <laughs> we can't fuck that up. So that's where we're at right now. Goddamn, dude. Fuck ISIS. Um, Words of wisdom. You guys got anything else on this? Because I, I do want to just kind of nope. briefly hit on Scotland because I know we're, we need to wrap this fucking thing up. Yep. This is the other big fucking travesty going on in the world right now. Uh, this is fascinating to me. Um I don't know if you, I think I asked you, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but in two days from now, today's the 16th, we never say the date, September 16th, 2014, mark it down your calendars, kids. Two days from now on the 16th, um, Scotland's voting for independence from the UK. They want to split with Great Britain, Northern Ireland, and and, uh, and Wales. So, and the Welsh Islands or whatever the fuck they're called. So they're going to, because they've had enough. They, 300 years um, they've been, or 307 years they've been a part of the United Kingdom. And... They've kind of been like the bastard stepchildren of the UK because they have to, the, all the parliament and all the shit runs out of the UK and they govern all of these fucking countries. The thing is, Scotland's a very liberal country and it, it pretty much always has been, where the UK is pretty conservative. Like Cameron, their prime minister now, real piece of fucking shit. I mean, he's worse than Tony Blair, I think. Um, he just hasn't, you know, got him into a fucking bullshit war yet. He'll work on it though. He's already been talking shit about the whole ISIS thing. But, um, so he made some declaration because Scotland was fucking throwing the idea out there about, you know, wanting to split. And um, he kind of made the fucking like, oh, yeah, it's whatever. You know, he just laughs it off. Okay, fuckers, you're cute. Go put your kilts on and fuck off. So they're having the vote this um, Thursday. And right now the polling's showing like about 52% of Scottish are thinking about voting to abstain. Now, see, we were talking about like a rock. A rock's so fucked up. Like if rock or one of those country said we're gonna break this fucking thing up you know we're gonna have a Kurdish country a fucking Shiite that I'm like okay I understand it's a disaster when you think about the UK and stuff 300 years they've been together and they're about to split this son of a bitch up to me I think that's a fascinating thing like that's something you never hear of anymore you know what I mean like something like that happening with like a major country like this so I'm I'm pretty fascinated to see how it turns out um, personally I hope they do split and it's funny because like celebrities on both sides are getting in and on the, they have these campaigns like they have the yes scotland campaign which is the people who want to like secede i guess you know they get their fucking texas secede bumper stickers on their car driving around scotland and then you got your fucking uh 
your UK people who want to keep it together. So they have the let's keep it together fucking campaign going. That sounds like you got an abuse. Look, I know I'm kicking your ass all the time, but we got the kids. So just let's keep this fucking thing together. You know, it's not, I don't know if it's the best slogan ever, but like you have Scots that are like famous, like Sean Connery and stuff. And he's coming out doing these commercials like, yeah, you know, fuck the UK, you know, this is great. I want to see, you know, Scotland break away. And then you've got like JK Rowling and Patrick Stewart and people like that. They're like, no, we got to keep it together. Wasn't, wasn't Sean Connery knighted? Hey man. I mean, they were saying it, it was for still, somebody who's saying, fuck the UK. I mean, you got knighted, bro. Like, I think he just wants to see, cause like his homeland Scotland, he wants to see him do their own thing. And it's kind of funny. Cause like I said, you know, England seems to kind of treat them like bitches. I mean, from, the things that I've been reading and hearing about it and um, like Scotland, if they break away because they have all the oil reserves and stuff with the money that they have with um, like their resources, they said that they'd automatically be like one of the top 20 richest countries in the world just immediately. But if the vote goes through, I think they're saying that um, whoever's like, I don't know, president, prime minister, whatever, whoever's in charge of Scotland said that he expects if this goes through um, on Thursday, that, they'll claim their independence day in like, I think like May or March of 2016. He's already got set up. So it's pretty interesting. There's a lot of stuff involved. I mean, they have to break up their defense forces. There's a lot of like the national debt of the UK has to be split out. Um, UK already said, you know, fuck you guys, you leave us. You don't get to be on the pound anymore. So you can go join the fucking European union and get the Euro fuckers. You know, (laughs) there's a lot of bitterness there. So I think it's pretty neat. I'm curious. I'll be paying attention to see how it goes down. Personally, just for the mass chaos of it, I hope Scotland does split off. <laughs> so that's my point of view. That's what I'm <clears throat> hoping for, at least. So, I hope I hope it isn't quite like the last time they tried to do that. What's that, sir? Well, I've seen Braveheart. Yeah, I don't think it'll be quite like that. On a side note, one thing that's fun, too, is like most of the nuclear warheads and shit in the UK or in Scotland. And they're like, yeah, we don't want this shit. So they're like, you motherfuckers are going to have to take this back. If we split off like the Britain's like, I don't have anywhere to put these fucking dukes. <laughs> it's going to be such chaos. I love it. Can't wait for it to fucking happen. But the only thing I'm afraid of is because the poll numbers are so close. Then when it gets time to vote at last second, people will get, yeah, they'll get a little scared because they'll be like, man, we really want to. We really fucking hate those British fuckers. But it's like, you just, it's like, it's been one way for so long and it's just comfortable. It's that comfortable fucking thing. You know, it's like, if we split, what the fuck's going to happen? You know, so I think it'll probably at the very end, it'll, it'll end up staying the same. But I'm, I got my fingers crossed for mass chaos over there. You never there. know. Yep. So hopefully that'll happen. What do you think, Boggs? I like Scottish Ale. You you hoping for mass chaos or you want them to stay together? Do you um, see mommy and daddy break up? Will that make you sad? No, not really. See, I got a lot of Irish, I'm mostly German, but I got a lot of Irish too. Yeah. So I think Ireland should split away. Oh, that's um. I just want to. I really. I just want to see total fucking chaos over there. All right then. Fuck them. Yep. All right. Well, that's the show. <laughs> I'm just fucking you, motherfucker. Why can't I get anything out of you, dude? Because God, you're the you, worst. Hey, you guys totally like undershoot a lot of stuff I do too. That's so. true. Well, that we no, because you make that. terrible puns. Yeah, dude, I also had really man. good insight. I will say this though: the good thing is, if it does break up too, um, because this would have happened under David Cameron, they're saying that basically he'll be fucking out. 
the UK Parliament will get together and they'll fucking give him a vote of no confidence and they'll kick his fucking ass out, which will be great because, like I said, he's a real conservative fucking prick. So, Yay, fuck yeah. you. Who would replace him though? Probably another conservative, conservative prick. prick. Exactly. So, <laughs> but his name is different. And his penis size is different. So we're good. Moving right along. You know that in Wyoming they're voting to get the um, the fucking execution by firing squad back up again since they can't get the chemicals to do the thing. Well, I think that's in response to the chemicals. I'm going to uh, let them fucking test it on you, you ooh, son of a bitch. Shots fired, huh? 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 No Florida team. Huh? Oh. No Florida team um, for you, bitch. I mean... We've already had our capital punishment. I know. I just wanted show. to bring that up. I just thought that was a neat little note. Because they would be like the only state that has the fire squad think if they do that. I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, if people are deeming that the new chemicals that they have are inhumane and they stay awake for hours on end in suffering. Um, yeah. I mean, we're just commissioning a state body but, to commit murder. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> part no of the deal. course. It's, you know, it's their crazy ass fucking religious justice, you know, eye for an eye kind of shit. Yeah. Um, we should just hire some of those ISIS people of, and cut their heads off. Instead of looking Chainsaw at massacre. the problem, instead of evaluating how somebody gets to the point to where they do whatever heinous act they did to get them in that position and trying to fix that problem societally, we just off them. Or criminalize them and put them in an institution. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say it, but... It seems to work. I mean, nobody's committing yeah. murders anymore. <laughs> so it's worked. Fear tactics. The, <laughs> always the, penal, the penal system isn't about whether or not you... What stop crime? The what, the what system? That's what they always deem it as. They deem it I as know. a deterrent. You know what's it's really not funny? A deterrent. What's what really it funny actually about is, that? is that you want to punish. As it has everything it. to do with money, because there's actually privately run prisons. But well, no, now it does. <clears throat> but I'll say this much too: when I was in, like, just I'm, did you guys ever take like a criminal justice course in college? I took one, and the person who ran the class was an officer for Arlington Police Department, and. Like, there's passages in this book, and everybody was in agreement. It's, like, known in the law enforcement. It's, like, deterrents don't work. They've never worked. If they worked, they would have worked thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah. But people still steal. Yeah, people they, still they kill would have worked. People are still being raped. There, There's always a statistic for that. So, you know. You know, if those people had Jesus in their lives, they wouldn't do those things. Negative. No, because um, they'd have morals then, Actually, and they wouldn't there are more Christians crimes. in the penal system than atheists. No, no. Because by far. No. Actually, I, I don't know. Are there any atheists in the penal no, system? No, because... Yeah, I'm sure there are. Well, there's see, a statistic, statistic. of that. No. Just because you're atheist doesn't mean you're not a piece of shit. You can no, be dude. a piece of shit atheist. True, because but I, most, most atheists are... Most no, atheists no. realize that they have one life to live, and they're like, I'm going to fuck this up and go to prison. No, they're immoral because they don't have Jesus in their lives. I, a Christian told me that. I, I'm, where's the show ending sound? I don't know. Just, just fucking. Did you know it. that Jesus loves you, Bonks? I'm done with this piece of shit show. <laughs> oh, this wasn't a piece of shit show. This was nothing like the last. I'm done one. with this really awesome show. Aww. He just wants to go text angrily about some woman. Oh my something. god, dude, he is too. I texted so hard my screen cracked. <laughs> he wants to go get on Tinder. I hate women. I haven't, women. I haven't done that in a while. I want to find an Asian girl. They won't fuck me. I like women Man. now. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck it all. 
Next time I'm doing the show, I'm gonna fucking kill. I'm gonna celebrate Scottish independence. Do it. I'm gonna have me a big fucking bowl of haggis. All right, folks. Ten, Hope you enjoyed nine, it. Eight, seven, six, me too. Five, hey, Michael. Four, what? Three, two, one. Fuck off. <laughs>